think, um, you know, as we break it down, it's really um, that, that love. Um, people don't care how much we know until they know how much we care is the right. saying. And I think that has to do with love. We need to love people. We need to be there with them in their conspiracy, mm. in their confusion, and all the things that they're dealing with. But love is what opens hearts. Love never fails. Welcome to season two of Discussions with Derek and Susan. Join in the discussion as we talk about God's economy, leading yourself, managing friendships, and many more topics. Now, let's begin the discussion. Hi there. Welcome once again. This is Discussion with Pastor Derek and Susan. We are in our second season and uh, in this series, we're talking about navigating chaos, confusion and conspiracy. We talk about uh, how we can navigate to finding peace in chaos, finding clarity in confusion, finding faith in conspiracy. In our final episode in this series, we're going to talk about choosing Christ in everything. I, I love that choosing Christ and everything because we can, um, you know, bring out different aspects of dealing with the times that we live in. But ultimately, what do we want? We want to be Christ. And, right. uh, you know, the world can't see Christ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't see Jesus. But who do they see? They see us. And mm-hmm. so um, we need to understand that 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 way we behave um the way that we respond, right. it's reflective upon God. It's respect, yeah, so reflective good. upon Jesus. He's mm-hmm. the head of the church. Mm-hmm. And so we, as his body, the way we respond, it, it basically brings reproach upon him mm-hmm. or it uh, causes people's hearts to be open yes. um, to him. And so I think um, when we talk about that, there's three things that really um, stand out to me. One is love. Mm-hmm. Um, one is unity. Mm-hmm. And then um, the uh, the other is Wisdom. Is wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the love of God and all that we do, we could be speaking truth, but if you don't speak the truth in love, it's not going to be received. That's so true. And um, sometimes the church, we're guilty of that because right. we can be right, um, but we're wrong in the way mm-hmm. that we done, we've mm-hmm. done it. And so we don't want to just prove that we're right. We don't want to come um, with arrogance. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to come with humility. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, you know, as he went to those that were lost, those that were broken, they received him. Why? Because that was his posture. Mm-hmm. And so I think we have to look at the way we do it. There's so much in the church and, you know, um, on platforms that's condemning, mm-hmm. even though Jesus said he wasn't going to condemn. Mm-hmm. Um, so many things that can become come across as arrogance or mm-hmm. pride, like we know better and we're spiritual spiritual and you're not, Mm. Um, but that's not Christ. And so I think, um, you know, as we break it down, it's really um, that, that love Um, people don't care how much we know until they Mm. know how much we care is the saying. And I think that has to do with love. We need Mm. to love people. We need to be there with them in their conspiracy, Mm. in their confusion and all the things that they're dealing with. But love is what opens hearts. Love never fails. Mm. Um, and so as we we posture Christ to people, it's walking love. And it's not a sloppy agape where we just accept everything. We yeah. walk away from truth. But we don't have to shove the tr- truth down people's you know, throats or in their mm. face. When you love them, they'll be open to hear. And I, mm. I remember you know, we were in um, Asia and Singapore and I was ministering. We started ministering to terminally ill patients and those that were HIV positive or had AIDS and they were dying. And they told us, they said, you know, you can't openly share with them your faith. And we were like, mm. we're okay with that. We're just here to be Christ to people and love people. And they knew we were Christians, mm. but I said, Hey, but if they ask us, yeah. are we able to share with them? And they said, no problem. Not one person didn't ask because mm. when they saw love and why are you here? When at that time there was such a stigma and they were mm. kind of like the lepers of that day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, we just loved them. We were just there to help them and do a massage or, or be a support to them. And, you know, we, we just shared the love of God there. Where are you from? Who are you? What's, mm. why are you different? And wow. we were able then to share the message. And so I think that's, um, that's what we need to be in being Christ. It's, it's uh, sharing love. Then we're able to share truth. Yeah, and you know, I like what you say that uh, love is not the sloppy agape love, but it's a love that is built on truth. Yeah, uh, and sometimes that love is displayed as a tough love. Yeah. You know, especially when there's an urgency. I feel the sense of urgency from heaven that uh, the people of God needs to respond. Yeah, that there is very little tolerance for delayed obedience. Yeah. And that the the timeline is closing in because God is needing to do a lot of things. And so he is awakening yeah. us to be urgent about our lives. Yeah. So sometimes that truth can come across as strong, but we need to have a discerning heart to know where does that strength, where does that, that rebuke comes from, that yeah. correction. Yeah. It comes from the fact that God wants to do something and, and we need to respond quickly. Yeah. So love can come in a form of tough love too because yeah. uh, when we refuse to respond, that's where God needs to get our attention. So yes, everything that we do, we need to, uh, we need to be a true representation of the love of the Father, just as what Christ did when he was here on earth. Yeah. What about uh, the other aspect? Yeah, I, well, I want to say, you know, love is also, we, right now everyone's all like, you have to accept me. Mm. And acceptance means that you have to agree with me. No, love can accept you. Right. God accepts us, you know, and loves us unconditionally, but he doesn't buy into our lies. He doesn't right, buy right. into our misconceptions. It's mm. not about that. And so in loving, we accept and we identify with people where they're at. It doesn't mean we have to agree with them. We still need to speak truth. Right. And so we need to understand that. And, you know, and people have a misconcept of love. Love means that we don't deal with truth. We just accept people how they are and agree with them. And Mm. it's between them and God. Mm. No, that's not love. You know, if my kids think it's okay to do drugs, Mm -hmm. I'm not, well, that's between you and God. I'm going to, I'm going to stop them from destroying their life. If they think they're going to violate God's principles, it's going to bring death about them. I better sound the alarm. I'm not going to let someone walk into a burning fire or jump off a cliff. Exactly. Because, oh, yeah. I love you. It's your, your you know, and, and we need to get away from that. Yeah. Uh, moving on, you know, what you say, charity. I think, you know, what is charity? Um, someone said this in the, in the uh, essentials, we must have unity. In the non-essentials, we have charity. Mm. And uh, a great theologian said that. And so I think, you know, on the essentials, we have to have unity. Love must, there must be unity in love. Mm when it comes to doctrine, when it comes to what's right and wrong, but we can, again, love the person and, and, mm. and identify with them and then speak truth. But, but you know, um, on the non-essentials charity, there's some stuff like, you know, we talked about whether you take the vaccine, whether you eat or don't eat, have charity towards people. Mm. Let them have that room. There are certain areas that are the gray areas. And sometimes the church, we try to put our convictions on people mm. or even on a one another. You know, there's certain things that are immoral mm. um, and we make it the 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 big thing. We major on that. It's a minor, you know, mm. um, how you dress, you know, what you eat, what you do, you know, whatever. It, it's your conviction. And, mm. and, you know, that's between you and God. It's the Bible right. doesn't uh, speak a lot about that. Drunkenness mm. is wrong. But some people say they have a glass of wine. Some people don't. Drunkenness is wrong. But 
if your conviction is no, I don't want to do it and that's bad and you know and, and you're reaching people that struggle with that, I totally get it. But mm-hmm. if somebody else doesn't struggle and ha- like Jesus turned the water into wine, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um right. so so you you can't but we get away from that and then mm-hmm. we isolate or alienate people not just outside the church but inside the church. Um, because you know we are not we're not being gracious, which is what to meet charity with people and letting people walk out um, their own convictions before God. Mm. And I mean, the Nazarite had a Nazarite vow, and you know he didn't cut his hair, and there were things that he had to do that was between him and the Lord. But not everybody was a Nazarite, mm. and uh, and we have to walk that out. There's things in my life that I have certain boundaries and how I do things that's between me and the Lord. Um, but I don't force that. I don't preach that from the pulpit that this is what you have to do to walk with mm, God. Right. And so I think, you know, in all things, in the midst of conspiracy and the chaos, confusion, part of the problem is the church seems so divided. Mm. And so we need to have that unity um, in what's the major. What mm. is it that God's our purpose and those things that we talked about in the last episode. But on the other things, you know, if you shut down or you feel you need to this protect your people or you know, you change your air conditioning and did this, or you're, you're, you're on zoom and someone else is not, it's okay. God mm. leads us differently within the body. Every joint and, you know, every body part has a different function and does things differently. We shouldn't condemn someone because they didn't do what we did or right. feel condemned because we're not doing what they're doing. And I think mm. that's maturity. Mm, yeah. So, um, I think unity is definitely a big topic, you know, in the kingdom of God. And there's always constant debate about how do we find unity? How does unity yeah. look like? You know, yeah. uh, is it conformity? No. You know? <laughs> so maybe we can talk a little bit more about that and give our viewers some. Yeah, know, I think unity is in purpose. Unity is around the word of God. Unity is on the majors. Like we must have unity in our doctrine. You know, we the Apostles' Creed was all about unity. And um, it talks about mm-hmm. we believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You know, right. we, 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 we it talks about the baptism. It ta- you know, all of these things we believe, one church, all that, that's unity around what they felt was important. And that's the foundation of our faith. But when it comes to style or preference, we don't have to have conformity. Mm. We can still have unity. The message is sacred, but Mm -hmm. the methods aren't. Mm -hmm. And we use these slogans, but I think it's great to say that because your kind of music or who you're kind of reach or whether you wear a suit to church and that's respecting God or someone else wears jeans, like doesn't mean they're not respecting God. We can't force those things to have conformity Mm. because God is a big God culturally, um, things are different, um, you know, and even climate is different, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and those kind of things. So, you know, being international and traveling, we travel around the world. Yeah. We've had to learn that because there's certain things that are not are acceptable in Southern California wouldn't be acceptable in India mm-hmm. or in, in Malaysia. Yeah. Um, but we need to learn. So what did Paul say? I desire to be all things for all men. What was mm-hmm. he saying? I'm flexible in my methods. Mm-hmm but the message is sacred. So I think mm. we have to understand That's that and good. know and not be addicted or uh, fall in love and, and to the form mm. and miss out on it. But on the majors, on the doctrine, on the things that are important, the Bible's very clear of that. There's no debate, Yeah, you know, um, yeah. in much of the church, we have different denominations, but we all believe the same doctrine. Yeah. So in the universal church, uh, the unity is uh, on the basis that 
the Father, our God, loves us mm -hmm. and sent His Son, Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. to die for all mankind. He yeah. desired the none, none to perish, but all to receive everlasting life. And we all must agree that only through one man's There's name one can way. we yeah. be saved, and that's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And only through the Spirit of God can one be adopted into the kingdom of God. So yeah. these are the universal truths yeah. that we need to all agree on. Yeah. However, in the various different houses, different church, we do have our focus on the church vision, yeah, and where what the church is meant to do according yeah. to the mandate God has given to the senior leadership. Yeah. And so conformity on that level needs to also be observed. Yeah. Am I right? Because different church have different uh, mandate that God has given. So yeah. we need to understand the senior leadership, exactly. uh, know what God has given to the senior pastor, and then come into agreement in terms of what we are building, common purpose. Exactly. Different gifts, different style, but common purpose, where yeah. we're going, same direction. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's a whole nother topic, but we've got to be united in the vision and with the authority of the house. If God put leadership in that house, all authority is God to do a purpose, and you're against everything and hate the style, well, find another church you can submit to and be united with. You know, why do we have different churches? Because we're not conforming. If I'm going to be just like the pastor down the street and do everything the same, I'm going to join up with him and help him. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But why are we, we have more churches? It's not that we're, we're not united. It's because we have different functions. We're reaching different people. There's different styles. The kingdom of God is, is, is big. It's not just limited to right. one thing. But again, in the house, if you can't have unity and you don't like what's being preached and you don't believe and you're in a spirit filled church and you don't believe, you believe in, you know, in cessationism that there's, that's not for today. You're going to have a hard time. Go find a church that believes that you're still going to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. I might not agree with you because my, my faith is different, but you've got to have unity on that, on the vision you said and, and what God's called to do. And you identify, why do we resonate? Because we like the music. We like mm. the vision. We, I, we feel that we can contribute to it. So that's why we're a part of that house of worship. And there's right. other houses. If you don't, if you don't like the drums, there's some places they just have the organ, if that's your right. thing, you know, and, yeah. and, and understand that. And God is a big God. I see a wind blowing on the nations of the earth, stirring the hearts of men and bringing refreshing. As it continues to blow, it gains momentum and becomes an unstoppable torrent that sets things in order in the earth. The sleeping giant is awakening through the power of the Holy Spirit. A people, the church, activated in the gifts and demonstration of the Spirit. Altars are filled with repentant hearts longing for a move of God. I see a great awakening has begun. So we need to understand that, you know, the reason why I bring this up, because in this time and age, there's a lot of division yeah. where people are divided uh, in their political stance, mm -hmm. uh, in their preference of candidates, uh, yeah. candidate for presidency, yeah, yeah. or e even in uh, all these uh, vaccination issues. So they bring that into the house of God. Yeah. And then because they have different views, 
they made that the priority and causes it to be a division. Yeah. But when we come into the house of God, what is the purpose that God has called us together? Definitely not for these issues. Yeah. But to fulfill what the church is meant to do in that territory. Yeah. So it, you can see how people are so chaotic that they use that as a basis for whether they agree with their senior pastor or not, or whether it is time to leave the church or not. Yeah. You know, and I think that that is chaos and it needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we can have different preferences in terms of political parties. We can have different opinions about candidates. We can even have different point, uh, point of yeah. view about all these precautions. But we must all agree uh, that we are going to operate in a culture of honor and submission, love and res- love and faith. And when we come into a church and consider us a body of a body of Christ in that territory, uh, we must come together to agree to fulfill what God has called the church to do, which is to be the light on yeah. top of the hill that cannot be hidden to bring redemption, restoration, yeah. and revival. Am I right? Yeah, and not to bring chaos and division and accusations exactly. and. And, so and I think so you know that's where we need. We talk about love. We talk about unity, which is charity. But then the wisdom. Yes. And I think, you know, um, these things need to be addressed from the pulpit. Right. Um, you know, and and as pastors, as leaders, as we're the mouthpiece of God, not uh, teach or preach our bias. Mm. You know, I get up and I tell my church, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not an independent. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I vote my values in whichever party or whichever candidate will embrace those values and, and is most lined up with the word of God. That's who I'm voting for. We're not promoting because parties flip too. It's politics, you know? And so don't get involved right. in being political when it comes, you know, we, we teach about unity and charity and love and like, Hey, if you're here and you're not comfortable wearing a mask and you can't breathe and you feel restricted and we're doing social distancing, you don't have to wear a mask. But if you're comfortable wearing a mask and you want to wear a mask for the whole service, wear your mask. And so what are we doing? We're creating that culture. And I think we need wisdom in how to do it. In all these issues, we need to be the voice of reason. We need to be right. the voice of wisdom. But unfortunately, we don't want to touch those hot topics because we may offend someone. And yes. so I think as leaders, you're, you're not going to make everyone happy all the time. That's People true. may be offended, but if they mm. know your heart, you're promoting mm. unity, you do it in wisdom and you're mm. careful to preach the word and mm. back it up with scripture and not mm. mix it with your opinion or your bias or your mm. preference. I think people can accept that. So in all things, we've got to uh, put Christ first. And that's what Jesus did. Yeah, and as uh, leaders, we must, and believers as well, we must not fear men more than we fear God. That's right. And Jesus Christ is the epitome of uh, wisdom. Uh, when he was here on earth, he was uh, he was surrounded with a lot of controversial matters. But yet <laughs> in the things of the controversy, he you see, he always exercised wisdom. He always said what God says. He always yeah. leaned back into scriptures. Yep. Yep. And in, in the time when people were chaotic and they want to create riots around or him. Or trap guess, him. <laughs> or trap him. What did, what did you see? He uh, What did the Bible say? He just navigated himself and walked out of that chaotic yep. situation without confronting anyone. So there are times in our lives where we just have to walk away. Yeah. You don't have to address, you don't have to have an answer to everything. Sometimes the best and the most wisest thing to do 
is to walk away. <laughs> yep. Is to walk away. That's wisdom. And the Bible says, if you have need of wisdom, ask and God will give you wisdom. That's true. So let's be like Christ. You know, let's walk in love. Let's promote unity and not disunity. Mm-hmm. Have charity and grace towards people who might be different than us. And ultimately, we need to have wisdom. We need to deal with the issues and we can't avoid them, but have wisdom. When to deal with it, when to walk away. If the Bible's not clear on it, Sometimes mm. wisdom is not dealing with it because the Bible's not clear. You need to pray and walk out your yes. conviction. It's not a right or wrong. It's a it's an immoral issue mm. that we have to choose. There you yes. have it. We hope you've been blessed by this series. Come on, share it with somebody in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of all that's going on. Let's be Jesus Christ to others. We pray you've been blessed. Come on, hit the like button, subscribe to our YouTube channel, share this with someone so they can be blessed too. We'll see you in the next series. Thank Thank you for tuning in.